Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, this is Bakabites. I'm Frank Furter. That's Magically Average. Today, we are going to talk about why anime movies are dumb. Or, well, sometimes dumb. You brought this topic to me, and it really got my brain, like, fucking going. And you know me. I, That's a rarity. Like, when I start going on, like, a topic or something like this, it just don't stop. And it's just going to be a fucking shit show. We're just going to clarify this now. Because there's, like, I feel like you say anime movies. And then at first I was just like, you know what? I really enjoy anime movies. And then yeah. I thought about it. How could we break this down even further? There are anime movies that are original movies, there are anime movies that are non-canon to actual TV shows, and then there's Mm -hmm. anime movies that are canon to TV shows. And then there's fucking Demon Slayer. And and I I just, that's just a whole fucking can of worms that I can open up and I just don't want to right now. We can get into that later, but I want to hear why you wanted to talk about anime movies today. Uh, Because I think they're stupid. Why? No, well, obviously, you said that. You brought this to my attention. Why do you think they're dumb? Because they're not necessary. They're not. I mean... Which one? Which part of it? Like, are you talking about the canon movies, the non-canon movies, the original movies? You are moving way faster than what I can handle right now, so you're going to have to give me a second or two, okay? You're going to need to slow your roll. All right, you're on, like, five cups of coffee. I'm on what feels like antidepressants <laughs> just slowing everything down a disney channel movie <laughs> no i think i th- i think anime movies are fine i enjoy anime movies what i hate about them though is when you're forced to go to the movie theater for one reason or another and if you don't you miss out on a huge chunk of shit or flip side when you look at something, you're like, why weren't you made into a movie? This would make much more sense as a movie. Why please, am I watching? Why am I forced to watch you? Please like, don't tell me we're going to talk about Attack on Titan again. Sh- Maybe. Um, God damn it. So, all right. I, I'm, I'm very, I guess, don't have a lot of knowledge when it comes to the history of anime movies dating back to, we'll say, the early 2000s, Okay. I'm fairly sure. caught up on what's been released since the the 2010s and so on. But before then, not really knowledgeable. I do know, through my experience of watching old school anime, 
and being frustrated as all hell at certain elements to those that uh, filler seasons sucked and could be made into movies. I remember watching Bleach and being knee deep and balls deep into the Eisen fight, ready to just coom everywhere at the final battle and then had a filler season break up the middle of the battle and was like, why in the unholy God was this created? And was like, this could be a movie. I remember watching Naruto and watching filler episode after filler episode and season after season and being like, huh, you know what they could have done? They could have made those into movies. Now I watch anime and every single one's like, we're going to make five movies that are going to take part in a non-canon to canon style timeline where the first two are non, the third is, but only halfway through. The fourth one is not. And then the fifth one is we don't even know the fifth one's just going to be there because we like the number five like it, it seems like anime has taken a full 180 from we're not going to give any movies because no one in the united states no one no one outside of japan basically is going to go to the movie theaters and watch an anime movie so we're just going to make filler seasons to if this show, this anime doesn't have at least 20 movies under its belt, it is an utter failure, and you should honestly just go to the top of the building and say your prayers. Like, because it's, it's just, it's dead in the water. If you don't have 50 movies teed up by season two, what are you doing with your life? So I feel like we've gone to, from one extreme to the other, and I'm, you, I'm sick of it. I, I guess I reap what I sow. I will lay in the bed that I have... I have created for myself in that I complained before and now I'm just getting overwhelmed by movies, but holy moly, our anime movie is infuriating these days. You're going to really hate me right now. Uh, <laughs> so you uh, were you were talking, you were talking, and then you are like, I was knees deep, and then I was balls, balls deep, deep, and then you, lo I, cool you, lost, you lost my train of thought there because I was like, what's the difference between knees deep and balls deep? And I took my hands and I was just like, oh, it's about a half foot and a half, two feet. If anyone wants and my to, brain just went to be there. my co-host. And my brain just went show. there, and I just could not stop giggling to since, myself. Since my Uncontrollably. <laughs> is a literal infant <laughs> who just got home from daycare. If anyone else wants, please apply. Our socials will be given to you at the end of the, at the, end of the recording. But you're, you're welcome to reach out. I will take any and all applications. <laughs> Sorry. I could not stop giggling to myself and everything you said afterwards. It just went out the window. I can change your mood in one in one sentence and say, uh, tell Demon me your Slayer? thoughts on Attack on Titan. Well, <laughs> yeah, either one is fine. Um, no, but... Okay, uh, so, so, wait, but hang on. No, 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 you were a giggling little... I was. ...baby right there, so let me just finish up and wrap up. So, yeah, I mean, let's... We'll point out the big culprits these days, which are... I mean, it's really just Demon Slayer, to be honest that they've gone the way of, hey, rather than make, like, you know, dedicate a part of the season to the transition from previous, or even, hey, just do a one-hour special on TV. They're like, no, 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 get your asses to the movie theater uh, because that's the only way you're going to know what's going to happen ahead of the next season coming out. I mean, they did it with Mugen Train, where it connected the first season to Entertainment District, and which then they're doing it with movie. they're doing it with Swordsmith Village Arc, which is which, connecting Entertainment to this third season, which is the Swordsmith Village no, Arc. No, no. Here's the thing. No, it's not. 
everybody's like, this is the misconception with this new fucking swordsmith fucking arc movie. And this is why I don't want to talk about it, because it's so infuriatingly stupid. The swordsmith movie, which comes out, I believe, March 3rd, is like, we've got yes. less than a month. We've got a couple weeks now. This fucking movie is the last two episodes of the Entertainment District plus the first episode of the Swordsmith arc. It is not an in-between. It is literally just two fucking episodes that you've already seen and then an episode of new shit that you haven't seen. So it's like, hey, you want to go no, see the first episode before it comes out on that TV? That can't be possible. The end of no, the last two episodes. Go look it up. Go look it up. It is the last two episodes of the fucking Entertainment District. And the first episode of the Swordsmiths fucking so you're telling You're telling me that the beginning of the movie is just going to start yes. off halfway through the battle? They're already it's probably fighting. It's probably going to be the battle, and they're going to shorten the battle, and then they're going to do the Swordsmith arc. That is what this movie is. I've had to look it up multiple times because I've been dumbfounded by their I... fucking... It's a cash grab. It's a cash grab. It's You want to go see this movie? You want to see what's going to happen before it comes to TV? Go pay your fucking $15, go to the movie theater, here's the last two episodes that you've already watched, and here's one brand new episode. That is literally all this movie is. And yeah, I've that... looked it up multiple times, and this is this is why well, I don't okay. like the Demon Slayer movies. It's infuriating. It's stupid. This one's a cash grab, and the last one just fucking pissed me off because it was two, one really long story, which was pretty decent, and then a fucking nowhere out of seat. Like, it's just like... Well, let's throw some DLC in there, but let's kill off the fucking main one of the main characters that was so, in this other movie, which I just that, yeah, and don't well, explain gonna... why they were there. And then fucking actual season, I the, it infuriated. That's what me I was so going to mention is is that honestly, the Mugen Train would have been fine as a non-canon movie if they didn't include the last twenty minutes. Like if they left, if they didn't include the last twenty minutes, they could have made it a non-canon movie. But then you can't go off and do what they did I'm trying to not spoil but at this point i don't know how you haven't been spoiled about this one character's untimely demise but so okay i, I and maybe my fault for not researching enough but i do know that the first episode is a one hour special so does that mean that you could get basically a sneak preview of the upcoming season and then the one hour special is going to include the latter half of the movie or are, do you have to go see the movie? Because I find that hard to believe. Because Mugen Train didn't do that. Mugen Train didn't say, hey, you have to go watch the movie before the next season comes out because they released it on TV prior Nobody's to the entertainment saying that you ha- Nobody's saying that you have to go see this right. movie. So so then it's technically, it, it's, it's, it's canonical. It's Yes, it's canonical, but it's not required. Because there are some shows that are like, it's almost required that you go watch it because well, yeah. it's a connecting piece. Yeah, like Those the Kaguya-sama the Kaguya, the Kaguya, the Kaguya movie is the perfect example of that. Because the arc is kind of, I mean, you they could have expanded the movie, but that specific arc was a very well-contained arc that it's like, hey, this makes sense to do it in movie form. However, they did cut a lot out of that Kaguya movie, which I won't talk about here. But I, I that is something that would be annoying that you have to go see that movie, especially for the fact that it was in theaters for two days with like m- like nighttime showings, and then it was out for the remaining of the week at like ten a.m. locally here. So like the yeah. Kaguya-sama movie that makes sense. The Demon Slayer movies don't make sense. They're adapting it into TV anyways for the fucking Mugen Train movie, which I don't want to talk about that again. But the the Swordsmith Arc movie, which I'm trying to find the articles here, but I'm not able to read fast enough, is literally the last like f- couple episodes of the Entertainment District plus the first episode 
of the new season. It's like, why would I pay my $15 to go watch well, the first just, episode? I'm not. Just don't. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, I'm just going to wait for the thing to come out in a month yeah, later. It comes out a month later. I mean, it it's a, it's a big cock tease to begin with because if you go to the movies and you're like, oh, man, this is going to be great. I can't wait. You still got to wait like a month or so until it finally comes so out. So here you go. The screenings opened last Friday, February 3rd in 418 theaters in Japan. The screenings include episodes 10 and 11 of Demon Slayer Entertainment District Arc as well as the first Swordsmith Village Arc episode. That's it. Okay, That's so all it, so this it, movie is. Okay, so okay, but the first episode of the Swordsmith Village arc is the one-hour special. So it's it's a conclusion of the last fight, and they're probably just wrapping up what happened, right? And, and I'm just shipping I would go, I would, them to the Swordsmith. I would go pay money just to go see the scene where um the little Nezuko runs up to Tengen and lights him on fire. That just just funny. that one part I would go pay money for. I will um, say that the Entertainment District arc, I really enjoyed that arc. I don't think yeah, it needs to be I, a part of this movie. If you're going to make a fucking movie, make it new stuff. Make it like the first three episodes or something. Or make it to a good like part of the arc that like it's about to ramp up. And it's like, okay, to be continued in the TV show. And then here's the first three episodes. Here's eh. the rest of what it was amping up to. No, I, I'm going to completely disagree with you there. I Truthfully... I would rather you make shit up and have it be the most non-canon, campy, whatever bullshit yeah, like it can be for a movie. Yeah, those movies are awesome. I will go and watch a My Hero movie every time it comes out in theaters because I turn my brain off. I don't have to follow any... St I don't have to care about these fucking characters, any new heroes that pop up. Fucking Dave that showed up in the first My Hero. Like I was like, who the fuck are you? Never heard from him since. Like I, I don't care about this shithead that's in America or wherever he is. I think he's American. But like... Like that's that's great movies. I like that. I just I don't want it to have to be something where I have to remember and I have to connect dots and I have to be like, oh my god, this now makes sense. Like I don't want that in a movie. I don't want to go pay money for that. I'm already paying for a subscription to watch your anime come out on a weekly basis. I don't want to have to drag my sorry ass to the theater to then go, okay, for an hour and a half, I have to really pay attention figure out what the hell's going on and try to guess or anticipate or hypothesize what's going to happen next. Like, I don't want that. Just let me turn my stupid brain off and watch dumb shit happen and make it not canonical, please. For the love of God, that's all I ask in these stupid movies. So then how do you feel about like, if, okay, so we have two very wide ends of the spectrum here. How do you feel about movies for animes that end a series? So in regards to this, you have no. shows like Eden, Eden of the East, uh, Quintessential Quintuplets, and no. coming up soon, Haikyuu, which it's going to no. be two movies. No. Truthfully, you want to know what, what anime did it the best? Eden of the East, in my opinion. N fuck no. You want to know what anime did it the best? There's mm. only one right answer. What's that? Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, their, movie the prequel? The their movie was the beginning of the anime. Yeah. That's what their movie was. It was the beginning of the anime. It's they like, hey, here are some characters you you could take it or leave it. You don't really need to see it. They they did a Star Wars. They were like, here's our first season. Here's all the characters. Here's the plot line. Here's the main enemy. Here's some, you know, fights, some intense shit happening, right? They're setting up for another season. But hey, guess what? We're going to release a movie after the first season that is a prequel. It's a precursor to everything that just happened. 
You don't have to even watch the first season. You could go into the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie blind, not know anything, and you would still know just as much as those who had watched the first season. That's the way you do it. That is the epitome of... that's That is the type of quote-unquote canonical, because I would argue that it's not since Jujutsu Kaisen Zero came out after, like, the, the actual volume itself came out after, like, the first, whatever, seven or eight volumes had already been written, I think. I don't know. You I can, can look it up. Yeah, you can look it up. But I'm pretty sure the author, I can't remember their name, did not have Jujutsu Kaisen Zero written prior to already creating, like, at least the first six or seven, I want to say. I could be absolutely bonkers here, but... You can fact check me on that one. But like, but that uh, no, is the, the way... Jujutsu Kaisen Zero came out in April 2017. So that it was the first one. No. Well, I don't know when. Hold on. April 2017 is when Jujutsu Kaisen Zero came out. Yeah, the manga came out. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen came out in 2018. Okay, so they, they did have Zero written. It yeah. wasn't adapted for some reason in English until later. For some fucking dumb reason. Yeah, it came out in... December 2018 as like a volume in Japan and then 2021 in the States. Yeah, which is dumb because we already had at that point, we had like up to volume six or seven or even more in the state. Whatever. I digress. So they had it in Japan. Cool beans. I got it wrong. Whatever. My point still stands though. Like, yeah, it's a good, that, it's a good adaptation. Great. It's because, because it does exactly what you want it to, right? It allows you to make a film. It allows you to dedicate an entire hour and a half, hour 45, to a single piece of the story that has no bearing on the rest of the story that has already been written and adapted into the anime. Like, you you don't have to know about any of these characters in Jujutsu Kaisen Zero because they either they're already in the first season and already established and... Have, they have not been impacted whatsoever by Zero, or and I forget the kid's name, I can't remember the one with uh, Raya the he's got the oh. super strong bitch and he's got a sword and uh, he's badass. Yuta? Yuta? Thank you, Yuta. Or like for Yuta he's kind of like mentioned in passing in the first season but it's not impactful to the season you don't have to know about him, they're just like yeah they're, they're, FYI there's a second year that's really strong too but he's off on some adventure and you're like cool there's one less person. Awesome. And then you realize, oh, shit, this person is, uh, we learn more about him in the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, the prequel. I'll, I'll, sure, I'll go watch and learn about him. But but you, you learning that in the movie has no effect on your enjoyment of the, of the entire first TV season. Show. Yeah, exactly. I get, I get that what you're is, saying. That is the way to do a movie. I hate, I hate, I hate animes that end with a movie like find out next time in your local theater which bitch this dude decides to marry fuck off so then That's let, stupid. Me, let me pose the question to you do you think that the upcoming ending for attack on titan should have been a movie that yes this is a this is what we would call an outlier in the sense that <laughs> they are being assholes by making two specials instead of just one fucking movie you can't yeah. tell me I'm wrong. No, right? I, I completely think that it should have been a movie. I was the first Attack one to be like, are you fucking kidding me? This should have been a movie. Well, we predicted it not even halfway through the last season. We're like, this is going to be a movie. We're like, it's not Everybody in the industry was saying this is going to be a movie. 
Yeah. I mean, you you could tell very very early on that it wasn't going to end. The question really just became, how are they going to wrap this up? Is it going to be another full season? Is it going to be a movie? Is it going to be a special? What's going to happen? And we everyone thought movie because from the from the manga readers, they were like, well, there's only nine or ten chapters left. So God knows they can't do a full season. And from the anime watchers, it's like, well, how much left is there? We already got to the big piece of the what they were singing about in the opening theme song, right? We finally got to that point. They've been talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks, but yeah, I just, Attack on Titan is... uh, It is an outlier. It's, and it's frustrating too, because it it is one of those situations where you look at it and you go, why aren't you a movie? Because now they're like, hey, it's going to be an hour and a half special or something. But you already know there's going to be another sequence to that special. So then you're going to go into this first one. I'm, I'm speaking for myself, but I, I would assume other people are going to be in the same boat as me. You're going to this first one being like, okay, how much of this could have been cut out and truncated into a singular film? Right? Yeah. Like, how much of this is going to be fluff? Because there was, again, all of you Attack on Titan, diehards fans out there, I get it. But please, please take off your rose-colored glasses and just look at it like in, in a critical view. There was a lot of fluff in the last season. Last there part were, of the last season. There were three different episodes that either had camping or picnics. And I do uh, like that pie. was like that was the majority <laughs> that, that that pie didn't look really <laughs> strumdiddlyumptious, I'll tell you that. Like like there there were so many parts. Like there that there was a whole episode that was just them camping and and the only thing that came about it was some I can't remember who it was punched Reiner in the face and like wanted to cave his fucking teeth in. Like that was it. And I'm like cool. All right. Sure, you're showing some internal conflict. You're showing some really like gotta grapple with myself, my emotions, and figure out who's who's in the right and how who whose side am I gonna be on when when all said and done. Like I get that, but it it did not deserve a full episode. Okay, there was a lot of parts that did not deserve to even be animated. Truthfully, yeah. But the reason they did it was because they extended it out and they were stretching it as far as they could to get to this point, which again. Everyone hoped was going to be a movie. Okay? But no, you're getting two additional parts, each being specials, presumably, of an hour and a half long or so. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. 
I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. One last question before we move on to something. We'll we'll chill out a bit and we'll talk about something we both like. No, I do you I'm, think that the two I'm specials angry. do you think that the two specials after they they've aired that they will sell them on Blu-ray as a movie? Or part of the complete like season four or some bullshit. The the funny thing was I was just thinking about this because I was gonna mention how like with the Demon Slayer Swordsmith movie, whatever, I'm like, okay, they you're you're paying twelve, fifteen bucks to go see it in theaters, but how much of a fucking ruse is it for the Attack on Titan people to be like by bt dubs attack on titan final seasons part four part three and part four part or however the name naming it each one's going to be an individual blu-ray or you could spend an additional five fifty dollars and get it all bundled but each part's going to be its own blu-ray and some blu-rays are going to have multiple blu-rays because they're full seasons like that's what they're going to do you fucking know that's what they're going to do well, it's it's even worse that I think My Hero Academia does this, ah. and I'm pretty sure Attack on Titan does this, where initially after the season airs, they sell it as like season three, part one, and then season three, part two. And then as time passes, they're like, all of season three. So it's like you have to buy three fucking different things, but like you already have them, but it's like, oh, I could have it all in one complete box set. So you know that they are going to do this bullshit of either they're going to sell each movie or each special individually, each special as just a package, and then they're going to do a whole thing of season four or season whatever fucking season they're on as like a whole. Season four, the finale, the final ending part. The final countdown, ultra deluxe, mega edition, arcade, power. Yeah. Um Truthfully, I think that they'll sell both parts on one disc or in one package, and then they'll oh, sell no. it as I. I think that's what they'll do. You unless are, they unless they think, sell it immediately think, after it comes out. I that was like you think they're gonna wait their little asses until the end of fall, into winter to release the both. <laughs> Fuck no, they're capitalized uh, capitalizing on those mouth breathing diehard Attack on God. Titan fans. Anyway, fucking brain dead. Just zombies waiting for the next bit. We want Aaron. Aaron. Like, you can have him. Please, for the love of God, take him. Do whatever you want with him. I don't care. Just get him off my screen, please. Sniff his toes. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, let's move on to something that's a little bit big more Big old toters. Okay. <laughs> what do you want to talk about now? I wanted to ask you, uh, because we've, we focus a lot on canonical and non-canonical anime that are, like, part of series, what yes. is your like favorite movie that is just an original movie that is a standalone movie? Like, what's your favorite anime standalone movie? Is it That's... a Ghibli film? Is it something else? Yeah, I mean, Ghibli was the. I mean, Studio Ghibli films were what got me into anime movies to begin with. Because before then, I just I didn't think that there were really anything besides Studio Ghibli when it came yeah. to what when it came to the quote like anime films because I, I would still consider them to just be animated films I, I wouldn't categorize them as like anime 
but just okay. because they're Japanese, it's like, oh, it's an anime film. But I, I mean, Studio Ghibli was by and far the the their movies were what got me into just anime movies in general. Um, like Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke, uh, My Neighbor Totoro, all of those. They're wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in recent years, I've watched a number of these I would consider to be anime movies um, that I've really enjoyed. And I think the one that stands out was one that we all, by all, I mean, just a close group of people that then reviewed it, um, we watched was Inuo, because I thought that was just... I knew you were going to bring it up. It was so... It it was such a really cool take on how to tell a very old story in a new age way. I thought that was really cool. In, In terms of just, like fully blown like entertained from like start to finish like could not believe what i was watching it, i don't know i always go back and forth because i've watched some that you that we've been like oh this is fucking you've hated specifically um demon slayer no god no. <laughs> no, no 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 um i i i really liked and this is controversial i know it's not my favorite i'll just say i'm using it as an example of like what I like in movies, but like I, I did actually like Bubble. I was about to say if you liked, if you were gonna, if you were about, I was. Mm, 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 you're so angry. I was about to say if you um, were about to utter the words, well, Bubble me, was me, a good let movie. Let we me, gonna no, have some not, words. It's son. not a good movie. It is it's not a horrible, good movie. horrible plot. Oh my god! You horrible never, plot. Continue. Uh, Why did you enjoy it? It's not a horrible plot. It it their their way of telling the story was poor was very poor, um, and they used the My Little Mermaid story as a crux to to get them across the finish line. Fucking limped across the finish line, basically. Yeah, but but the concept was interesting. The animation was incredible. Like what doesn't the miss. music? No, yeah, the music's design, like the characters. I liked. I did enjoy the world. I thought that was really really interesting and. I again, I thought the concept was very, very intriguing. Their yeah. storytelling was piss poor. And exactly. I think that's that's why it was that's why it was not received well, because they the did a lot of shit. like. Again, no, the plot was good. How it unraveled was bad. That is the storytelling piece. The, the plot, plot was actually the s- plot is story. The, the plot rest is of it story. is lore. The rest of it is lore. Lore no, no. is great. But uh, no, you are wrong, and here's why you're wrong. First, because you're dumb. All right, get the easy one out of the way. I got rocks no, for brains. Because <laughs> okay, the concept of like this, like this phenomenon happening that drives like this huge event takes place, and there's this giant bubble. All these bubbles start flying across the world. You're like, wow, that's really mysterious. And then they take advantage of the decrepit landscape that's overflown with water and they try to make like an entertainment theme from it by doing parkour running it's like okay cool i guess but not your focus obviously but then it became the focus right it's like okay getting too much into the parkour running race thing let's get more into the why this happened but they just continued along with it and it's like okay Please, for the love of God, let's move on. And then the last like twenty minutes were them just, bam, 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 bam. Starty's done, and you're like, whoa, way too much happened, and way too quickly, and you didn't really unpack it well. 
and that felt really forced. That was the issue. Again, plot was good. They had the right concepts. They had all the pieces in place, but they focused too much on what was supposed to be like the secondary element to the show, the movie, and not the mis- the mystery of the event, the phenomenon that took place, which became the afterthought of the story. That's why it was bad. But again, going too deep into this bubble business, this is all to say I thought bubble from an animation point, from a sound design point, from again, a plot point was a really good example of like, here's what you can do with a standalone anime movie in today's day and age and have it be superb. Like it could have been really good but it fell way, way, way short. But then I watch a lot of like other ones that, you know, people just kind of throw away. Like I watched um, words bubble up like soda pop. Thought that was enjoyable. I thought it was lovely. We watched Goodbye Don Gleese. Such a cool concept. I thought it kind of struggled at the end a little bit too, but tomato, potato, whatever. The point being though, is that I find those movies, even if they're bad, even if they don't hit the mark, to be so much more satisfying than an anime movie that truthfully should not have even been made. Like I get so much more satisfaction out of watching a, an original film or an adaptation, whatever it might be that is separate from an ongoing series be just done well in one way, shape or form. Again, I like, I appreciate animation. I appreciate story design. I appreciate character development. I appreciate the ability to actually unravel a plot well more than I do going into the theater and just going, okay, so this is for this anime connecting this point to this point, or, Oh, this is for this anime and it's non-canonical. And I guess I just shut my brain off and shovel popcorn in my mouth and slap clap my way to the victory line. Like it's good. It's fun, it's enjoyable, sure, but I don't get that same satisfaction of a, of a original anime film that tries in some way, shape, or form to reimagine something or redo something or whatever their take's going to be. I, uh, I like that more. I like the try. I like the effort. Then I, have a, I have a quick question. You anime, hesitated. You, you, were, you were saying that when you shovel popcorn in your mouth, but you hesitated saying mouth. And I really want to know what gullet. you were about to say. I was going to say gullet. Okay. He's using I... big words. So I wanted to say gullet, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't want to <laughs> say I thought, gullet. Like, you, you had started to say just something, and ass. I was just like, yeah, I thought you were to say shovel yeah, it in my ass. Because you have a pea brain, and that's where you're. I've got silly one brain cell, into. and it is fucking rubbing the side of the wall of my brain as best it can. But boy, oh boy, is it smooth up there, and it can't get any traction. Um, mm-hmm. uh, no, like um, bubble aside, because I thought the storytelling in it, like the the lore of it and the world of it, I thought was amazing. I thought it had a great concept, yeah. but the story of it, like the whole story that they told, was terrible. The plot yes. was terrible. The lore mm-hmm. and the pl- concept was good, regardless. Uh, for me, I feel like answering the question of what my favorite anime movie, like original movie, is kind of a difficult one for the fact that um, I can go, you know, old and say, you know, Castle in the Sky because I literally grew up with Castle in the Sky and the Fox dub of My Neighbor Totoro. Like yeah. those two movies were a huge part of my childhood. Um, but I can also go say, like, I absolutely fucking every year I rewatched Your Name. 
I think Your Name is a brilliant movie. Whether I watch it dubbed or subbed, I enjoy it. It's a great movie. But I also love, like, Momoru uh, Hosoda's movies. Uh, so I love all his early stuff. So, like, Boy and the Beast, Girl Who Leapt Through Time, uh, fucking, God, oh, no, what is it? Uh, Summer Wars. Those three movies alone are fucking amazing. They're just, like, as good as any Studio Ghibli movie or Ghibli movie or whatever you want to call it because I know everybody calls it something different. I think those three movies by themselves rival most Studio Ghibli movies because they are so good. But um, I think, like, more recent movies like Inuo and, uh, for me, I really enjoyed Goodbye to Anglis. I think those movies are phenomenal too and like i think every age like every decade has kind of like their you know handful of movies that really stand out um there are still a shit ton of movies that i haven't seen like you mentioned words bubble up like soda pop haven't seen that one there's others that were just added on crunchyroll that i fucking forget what it is and i've wanted to see it and i can't remember what the name of it i know there's there's so many there's so many, but like, there's so many movies coming out now that I feel like I can't keep up with it. I feel like every other week, Sam and our server just comes in. He's like, hey, anybody get to go see this movie? I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, it, sure, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It, but, uh, like, I mean, that's, yeah. That's the beauty, too, about where we're at as well. Like, I mean, to, to what we were saying before, in, I mean, living in the United States, if you wanted to watch any sort of, again, quote-unquote anime film in the late 90s, early 2000s, you basically just had Studio Ghibli. Like, that was all that was known over here, was Studio Ghibli. Unless you were old enough to dive deep into the internet when it was first being born and traverse the thousands of sites that you could pirate movies from and you found the random anime ones that were either translated or at least, you know, at the very least, subtitled for you to watch then yeah i mean sure you might have known about those but growing up it was like studio ghibli that was it that was all you sort that was the pinnacle of the again quote anime film library nowadays to your point like the the there's tons coming out all the time like the the director that you had spoken about that did summer wars and uh the Boy and the Beast and, and all those. Like, I haven't even watched any of them, right? But they're in my library of to-do, to like, to watch. And there's tons that come out what feel like every week that are just getting piled up in my library. And that's a great thing to have, in my opinion. What's not good to have is to be watching an anime and going, fuck, I've got to go watch the film before I get move on, don't I? And having that be like a, ugh feeling i want a feeling of i've got a library of 30 anime films i want to watch but guess what i can watch them whenever i have the time i'll you know what maybe i'll spend a whole weekend and watch through five six films just have a potato filled weekend where i don't do anything and just watch anime films or you know i got a long trip coming up i'm flying to japan for my honeymoon in a month and a half like i can download a bunch then and watch them then Versus, again, we'll give some slack to Demon Slayer, but I'm still going to give it a little shit. Like Demon Slayer, where you're like, do I 
fucking have to go to the movie? Uh, no. no, you don't. Fine. I, just dude, wait I know your you month. don't. Just I know you don't. Month. But there's a lot of people that are going to because they're going to feel like they have to. They're like, well, the first episode, it shows the first. Oh, I man, guarantee come on. you, half of the people that go to that fucking movie, they're going to be like, why am I watching the Entertainment District? They don't know oh, what the I, fuck I, they're going to be watching. They they know, oh, it. it's the Swordsmith Village arc. Oh, I don't boy, I can't wait. And then they're going to be like, it was but, 30 minutes to an hour, if that, of this fucking arc. Like, but even an anime that you and I both adore, and we both saw the movie recently with Kaguya-sama. The, the, I absolutely The kiss that never ends. I thought the movie was great. Now, did it feel a little bit shitty that you probably should go watch it before the next season comes out, whenever it does? Yeah. Yeah. It also sucks that, you know, the next season, I don't think, has been even announced yet, so you don't even know when it's going to come out. But, yeah. And if you're I, like Frank and a loser and you read all of it already and spoiled it yourself, then sure, uh, you don't really care. But it, my my point is, is that when it comes to movies that are based on an ongoing anime series, it's more of a chore to go and watch the film than it is an enjoyment versus all the other anime films that, again, as great as some are and as piss poor as others are, still feel much more enjoyable in 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 satis- satisfying at the end of the day it it's just my opinion yeah no i agree i think originals are a lot better uh than movies that are tied to properties unless they are non-canon because the my hero academia movies i haven't watched the third one yeah are fucking they're just a fun watch that just turn off your brain eat some goddamn popcorn and just enjoy yourself like, yeah. those movies are great. Also, I, I will say another nomination into this type of movie. I haven't seen the second one. The SAO movies. The SAO... Uh, pro, yeah. uh, the, fuck, I can't remember what the Progressive hell they're called. Progressive, thank you. Yeah, I watched the first one. I absolutely loved it. If you've never watched SAO, it is literally the first... Or if you haven't watched the movies, it's SAO Season 1 Through the Eyes of Asuna. It is just a good old time. If you've seen the show, great. You can turn your brain off and watch it. If you've see if you've never watched it, you get the events of season one or parts of season one. It's a good mm. time. Mm. I anyway. feel like that's a cash grab, though. Not really. It's just like it's not necessarily like that's like, it's, that's it's like canonical, saying, like, but it's oh, not like that's like saying there's a toilet bound Hanako-san movie coming out, but instead of it being about the first, you know, it's the first season, but it's from the perspective of the toilet. Like, who fucking cares what perspective it's from? It's still the same shit. Like, eh, yeah, you don't know. have to it, see it. You can see it if you want to. It's it's a yeah. good time. And that know. goes to I, my that that goes to my point of like it, it it they make you feel like you gotta. It's like oh god, I gotta go. I got I gotta fucking go see it. Sao, it, I uh, I'm just drooling over myself. The next <laughs> Sao is coming out. Just oh god, it, it's a it's a must. I just it's that's feels like a chore. I don't want watching anime and watching movies to feel like a chore. I want it to be fun. Well. It isn't. Anyways, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And on that down. And, and on that note, thank you all for joining us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. I've been Frank Frater. He's been Magically Average. Until next time, Spark Triumph. We'll see you then. Back up. Back up.